Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. You know what it does guarantee is fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. Hi, my name is Brad Parnell, and with entrepreneurship highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and insights to help get your business and life to the next level. Be a better marketer is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Be a Better Marketer podcast. I'm so glad that you're here today and that you're spending time with me. I'm here with uh, a, a guy that I've known for a little while that's doing some amazing things in the nonprofit space. Um, special guest here, Larry Johnson, who's the founder of The Eight Principles. Larry, thanks for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Brad. Awesome. Well, hey, give everyone a quick introduction. Uh, maybe tell everyone a little bit about um, what problem that you're solving for people. What do you do? What do I do? I uh, have a training platform for teaching 501c3s, nonprofits, how to, how to fundraise effectively. And there are three primary sort of product lines. We have an all-digital platform for those who want to learn individually. Uh, We have a live platform for people who want uh, sessions and workshops that we can deliver live. And then we have the only continuous learning platform in the market vertical. Uh, You know, continuous learning is pretty much the standard in corporate life, but not in nonprofit life. And uh, this is something that's really sorely needed because what really limits most organizations' ability to fundraise is they're not aligned with a common philosophy or understanding. And so what our uh, platform does, it teaches them that because it's applicable to everyone, not just the fundraiser. It's the executive and the other staff and the board and everyone else. And funny thing about that, when everyone is aligned and has, a, has, has the same philosophy, you have a board that's no longer afraid of fundraising. You have fundraisers that aren't racing out the door at 12 to 18 months. And you're beginning to raise a heck of a lot more money consistently. Uh, and it's very cost effective. I mean, you know, you send somebody to a can- to a conference and they come back and, oh, they're really all hyped up. And they talk to their coworkers and the response is like less than enthusiastic and nothing changes. Um, you get a board that maybe gets a, gets a, a one shot sort of session, maybe once, maybe twice. And that's it. Then they have a couple of changes and that's all gone. Um, and you can go to school for this sort of thing, but that's just a one person thing. That's the individual knowledge. It doesn't do anything for the organization. And so we're really focused on getting organizational alignment and it, the platform is very simple. You know, we, they select someone to, to be trained. Um, we train them for a fee. We train them both in the content and in the ability to, to work with adults. Uh, adults learn differently than conventional students do. Um, and then it's a SaaS platform that they access in the cloud, uh, multimedia, and it's a full curriculum. And they could deliver this as many times as they want to for an annual licensing fee. And then that doesn't end there because we surprise that we supply quarterly support for them to make sure they're making progress. Because if they're not improving, what's the point? Okay. I mean, they can buy the product, but it doesn't reflect well on us if they're not using it properly and they're not getting the results they should be getting from it. And, yeah. uh, and so that's what we did. No, um, in terms of the size of the nonprofits, anyone, any nonprofit that really has at least a million dollar annual budget is, is, a, is, is, is a market for this. Yeah. So I'm really interested, Larry, you talk about how kind of before you existed, the problem you're solving is that part of that ongoing training um, where they didn't have access to that before. So before you guys came along, were people just, was it just 
they stopped learning? They kind of were left to their own devices or what, what was the solution to trying to well, get better? Well, historically, um, continuing ed has not been a, a big priority in nonprofits. They like to wing it, number one, and that's one of the reasons they struggle so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, because they don't, they don't, they've not fully incorporated the concept of return on investment. You know, when you invest in fundraising training, there should be a pretty predictable return that you're expecting. In other words, you're going to be getting more back than you put into it for whatever. In terms of what was available, uh, I mean, right now you can go to Lilly School of Philanthropy and learn how to be a fundraiser. You can hire a consultant to come in and periodically coach you for a while. You can go to one of these one-off courses. Um, that's about it. They tend to be expensive. Uh, they're one-offs, uh, even the periodic coaching. And see, I've done that work. I've been in the business 30 years and uh, I've been a consultant. I, you know, ran four university programs. Now I have this, but you know, I would go in for with a client live, meet with them periodically over a four or five month period. They're paying a very nice fee. Um, in fact, that limited who I could work with because of the fee structure. And I'm thinking of one in particular in a four month period, we sextupled their revenue. I mean, that's incredible. Well, they had a long way. They had a, a good growth curve. But funny thing about that, within 18 months, they were back doing the same old stuff with the mm. same old pathetic outcomes because they'd had a few changes and there was no real institutional alignment. And they went back to doing all their bad habits again. And they paid me a heck of a lot more money than it would have cost them to to acquire a continuous learning platform. Wow. Wow. Uh, Wow. That's incredible. So what, what have you found, Larry, like as you've taken this journey in solving this problem for, for nonprofits, when it comes to the marketing side, kind of with the theme of the podcast to be a better marketer, what are some of the things that you've done? Um, would love to hear things that worked, but also that didn't work as you were trying to get in front of these people with a message to say, hey, there, there's, a, there's a big problem. You guys can be doing more and we want to help you do more. Um, what have you seen work and not work along your journey? Well, um, having a decent website helps, but even at that point, um, we, um, you know, we got a new website about a year and a half ago and, um, you know, a little over a year and a half ago, and uh, it was a big improvement over what we had, but the difficulty wasn't that we didn't have a nice website. It was that we were not clear on the, on the messaging, the market messaging. That's been a real journey for us is figuring out the market messaging. In fact, it's only been recently that we really figured out that our our real claim to fame product is the continuous learning platform. Because before that, people would go to my website and there were all these options, all right? And uh, I kind of prided myself on that. Well, I wasn't doing any good because it was just confusing people. And, you know, and I've heard forever, simple, simple, simple. No, I teach simply. I mean, if you, our training is very simple, but the marketing piece of it, they were just, they were, there was no real guidance or real welcoming. You know? And so we have completely changed that. Um, we do, you know, the, the buttons all go to book a demo. We need to talk to you. We'll show you how it works. Um, um, we have uh, email marketing. Uh, we have a pretty big list. We have a 20,000 uh, name list um, that I've not used very effectively uh, in the past. Uh, we're going to be getting better at, you know, we use a, an automation sequence and this kind of thing. Um, one of the things that we've just developed as a lead generator is the fundraising pathfinder, which is the only automated fundraising profiler on the market. Um, and uh, I'm very proud of that. Um, it's a, it takes about five minutes, multiple choice questions. 
anyone can take it. And the result is a report in content that's equivalent to spending 50 grand on an audit, which is what, what a consultant would charge you. Um, and you can do it in five minutes. Now, of course, it's a lead gen for us. So we get the reports, we get the names, and we can follow up and uh, address uh, some of these concerns with them. Um, the um, I'm not as sophisticated with the, uh, the digital sequence market as I should be. One thing that has not worked for us, I know it works for other people, and maybe it's the implementation, maybe it's a lot of stuff. Digital marketing, digital ads have been an absolute loser for us. Um, I'm, you know, I'm thinking that SEO may be better uh, in terms of getting in front of the training population there, uh, which we've not done yet. We've done sort of the, the back end stuff, but we've not really done all the cross marketing and all that yet. But, um, but digital ads, uh, you know, I'm not selling $10 widgets uh, and I'm not selling ad blasters uh, and I'm not saying it wouldn't work. But I think um, for our business, it's more of a stage, a staged market, for instance. Uh, I've just started doing what I call free master classes. I'll do three hours in a row for a group of five people. Well, they have to apply for it. Um, I get to I get to, to handpick who's going to come into the meeting. I'm looking at how if I can help these people. Number one, and then number two, are they prospective clients for for the platform? And so the first three hours, they're on a group call. Um, they're free, and I tell them I'm going to I'm going to teach you how to think. And the next, I'll teach you how to execute. And then the execute part is the next step in the funnel, which there's a fee attached. And some of them may want to go just to an execute coach with its group, or they may want to go all the way to the continuous learning piece, because it doesn't take long to run up the fees on coaching in this business really high. And that's always limited uh, what people can do. Um, you know, I worked for the best consulting firm in the business for seven years. It's how I learned my stuff. But they're their their business model is a white shoe law firm mm. Um, mm. and you know there's you know that limits who can really benefit and this continuous learning platform any organization that has at least a million dollars a year uh, cash flow can use this um, and pretty proud of it but yeah digital ads have not worked for me emails have worked for me um, um, I get, you know, I'm out there all the time in the marketplace. Um, people come to me, I do some speaking, we do some, I do webinars. Um, so that's, that's how I've done it. But the website's getting a lot better, Brad, you should come take a look at it. <laughs> it yes, it, it, it is a very familiar site, site a year ago for you. And I remember when we were working on that, Larry, um, one of the core pieces that we were doing was trying to help simplify that message. And I think that was a, a proud moment together as we as we kind of helped come up with some really really oversimplified messaging because just like just like you said a confused mind will always say no and will just leave. So even though there's an abundance of uh, paths you can take people down and help, uh, when we can create that clarity and that simplicity, um, you get a lot more results. So I, I've got a question for you on the on the emails that you did generate. Have you generated a lot of those through the fundraising pathfinder, your your lead generator, or how did you how did you grow your email list to twenty thousand? Um, well, it's been over time. Number one, uh, I do I do these webinars for third party vendors in the tech in the tech uh, space, and one of the deals is I get the list, and that helps. Um, the pathfinder has just gone live, uh, but I've already added at least about three hundred names in the matter of about two weeks. 
uh, wow. using that. And then it's going to multiply more because uh, I'm going to be, um, I've got what three partners now, um, a, a digital marketing firm, um, a web developer, and a, um, um, a digital auction firm that all service the nonprofit market. And uh, they're going to be affiliates for this. And it's a very simple arrangement. They get to use it for free. And, the, and then we co-market to the list um, and see we're collaborators. We're not competitors. Yes. I'm, edu- I'm, edu- I'm training. And so, and so I'm going to be multiplying that. Uh, that's going to be really helpful because it gets it out there. It's really, I mean, it's really cool, Brad. Even I think it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've had people tell me it's really, really good. And it's, uh, by the way, it's really tough to cheat. Yep. That, well, that's awesome. Well, one, one thing that I love here too is, you know, it's the stuff that we talk about of, you know, the key parts of growing your list. So trying to, every business owner here has to put on kind of a part-time marketer hat and figure this stuff out, right? It doesn't just, if you build it, they're not going to come. If, if Larry has an amazing website, even with a great message, it's not just going to start getting traffic and getting people. So there's all these equations to figure out. But the foundation is really that. It's simplifying your message, having a great one-liner, that has, you know, problem solution results. It's coming up with a lead generator. So what Larry's using is his fundraising pathfinder that is giving away something of extreme value in exchange for an email address so he can collect emails. And then having, you know, a website or a funnel to actually put that on. And so when you have those things of a clear message, a lead generator, um, a website, and then you're figuring out how to get traffic to there, whether that's through like webinars or speaking um, Larry, for you, you say digital ads um, haven't worked and they don't work for everyone. You know, there's there's some people that it works great for and they have a good what's called a, a ROAS or return on ad spend of, hey, every dollar I put in, I get two, three or four dollars back, which we'd all love it if that equation worked for everyone, because then it's like, when does that break? <laughs> How much money can I, I wish? <laughs> I wish <laughs> you wish. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you another piece I just now thought of. Um, uh, I work LinkedIn very effectively. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I'm building my list constantly in LinkedIn with the people that I'm looking for, um, and uh, I'm in contact with these people. And that, of course, takes time. Mm-hmm. That's a time investment to do that. But in my market, I'm getting, uh, I get very high quality leads that way. Um, because I'm looking for nonprofit executives. I'm looking for nonprofit senior fundraisers or board members. These people are identifiable on LinkedIn uh, because, you know, that's my market, you know, not just, you know, I mean, the, uh, the, the ladies that have the, 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 the knitting club that want to raise money, that's not my market. All right. And uh, I mean, so, I mean, I actually get some of them that attend my webinars and stuff. Fine, great, ladies. That's fine, but it's, <laughs> that's not my market. You know? Yeah. Um, now, if if they were if they were generating a million cash flow, would they be in your market? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, but but they wouldn't be just knitting Afghans anymore. They'd be doing something else. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm really interested, and I'm sure the um, listeners or viewers here would be too. What's your process for LinkedIn? So you have a very specific uh, person that you're looking for. Is that a manual process? Do you just go in and start searching, or what? Could you unpack that process for us? Well, I, you know, I'm one of those bad people that actually use uh, a person that automates it for me. All right, uh, we have a very specific profile that we're looking for. Um, and um, and then um, I have a two-step 
it's two steps. We, we look at the people, the system looks at who we're looking for. It sends a request um, with it, with a message that I've crafted myself. Um, when they respond, I send a thank you and a message that I've crafted myself. And then about three days later, there's an introductory um, message and it's not salesy. Um, I just say to them, um, you know, um, thank you again. Um, I said, uh, this is what I do. This is what I provide. Um, it's not for everyone, but I know it's a real need in the business. Um, if you'd like to uh, learn more about it, I'd be delighted to share it with you. And I'd like to learn more about what your, what your needs are. And there's a, re- and there's a calendar link there. And I get three to six a week off of that. Wow. Um, and, and, and I get a lot of different kinds of people. I get people interested in partnering with me. Mm-hmm. I get potential clients, um, you know, or other kind of people who just want to get to know me. I mean, I'm open to all these things. And so it's just really because you never know what's going to come out of it. You know, you just you never know. And yeah. so I'm and then, and then those people are added to my list and that grows the list, too. Um, and I don't you know, I don't spam people. I don't, you know, inundate them with stuff. Um, and uh, I have a I have a, a very low unsubscribe rate on my list. I think it's maybe two or three um, yeah. percent on the list. It's, it's, it's very, very low. So, so that, that's quite a good result. So getting, you know, several booked appointments a week from the personalized LinkedIn automation, which I've done before too. And it's, I don't, anyone that's scared of the word like automation or any of that stuff, um, it, you shouldn't be because like Larry said, it's stuff that you've already written. Larry wrote this content. It's personalized. It's for a very specific person. And it just helps you get one to many. Um, without Larry having to go out there and do all that, like hours a week of work of finding a few people. <laughs> and then making all the typos in the process. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am the worst at that. Well, see, I like this particular uh, gentleman that I use uh, is very polished in his approach. He's very good about not exceeding the parameters. You know, I've never been shut down by LinkedIn or anything or mm-hmm. my hand. I've never had my hand slapped or anything like that. Um, and he's very good at how it's this two or three stage thing because I've seen it done uh, p- pretty ham fistedly uh, where it's just like in your face all at once or they use their premium version, premium membership just to kind of blast people. I don't do that. I don't do that. It's very yeah. personable. Yeah. It's here it is. Um, and, you know, you can take it or leave it. That's great. Um, um, I mean, I've gotten maybe I've been doing this over a year now, and I've gotten maybe one or two snarky responses. Well, psh, that's just them, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know I'm being polite, and I know, you know. And um, I mean, one of them said to me, "Oh, you know, you shouldn't be using LinkedIn to search for new clients." Well, what the hell are you doing for <laughs> just for you know? To, I mean, come on, just to make, yeah? make new friends, have some social social conversations. <laughs> well. You see, the, the irony, and people who are in the nonprofit space will know what I'm speaking about. For some reason, you know, when you, even among fundraisers, anything that even hits of sales has this tawdry taint to it. You know, yeah. sales, we're selling ourselves every doggone day, you know? Yeah. Even when we, when we meet people to make friends, we're selling ourselves. Now, sales can be smarmy and sleazy. But that's not what we do. You know, we're offering real value to people. And it's not for everyone, but it might be for them. Yeah, that's good. And, and I mean, I think like everyone knows, especially in sales, it's like you're going to have to 
meet lots of people and kiss a few frogs and have have some of those snarky responses to get to the good stuff of, um, you know, mm-hmm. like what Seth Godin would say, you know, good marketing is really just highlighting your solution to a problem. So if someone has a headache and you're saying, hey, do you want an Advil? Not everyone's going to say yes, but a lot of people will when you find those right people. So if you can find the people that have the headache and you're giving them the Advil, then that's a productive conversation and you're just, you're helping them get to a result faster with your help. And you're supplying a very valuable service or product, something they genuinely need and want. Yeah, that's at right. a price they can afford. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's a good context too. You know, as we're talking about marketing, the goal of marketing is to help people get warmed up and get nurtured, so you can have a sales conversation. And then the purpose of sales is really just connecting the problem with the solution and identifying, like, do you have this problem, and does this solution make sense? And if so, it's, it, it wins on both sides. But, you know, to mm-hmm. what Larry's doing, which is really neat, is it's finding out, you know, we talk about this a lot, too, on this podcast, is, you know, finding out who that tribe is and where they spend their time online. Larry figured out, hey, my, I know exactly who my tribe is. It's these nonprofit executives, and they spend their time in LinkedIn. So if, if he invests some of his energy, and he's, he's been smarter about it to automate in LinkedIn, he can now have meaningful conversations in the platform that his people are already in and show up to calendar calendar invites without him having to do anything. <laughs> there they are. Hey, is this is this a book you're familiar with? Uh, the Pumpkin Plane. You know, I, I don't think I've heard of that one. Tell me about it. Uh, this was a revelation to me. This is, uh, this is what helped me uh, sort of figure out how to reduce my confusion. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I have, you know, there are a lot, there, I mean, there's several quote offerings that I have, but what he says is that the thesis of the book is to grow a business, you got to figure out what your big pumpkin is. All right. And it's one thing. So what is that big pumpkin? And here I was offering all this stuff and, and he calls it um, the, um, uh, the, uh, something, I forgot what it's called, but it essentially is what is your unique offering into the marketplace? What, what makes you different from everybody else? Well, what makes me different from everybody else is a continuous learning platform. That's our shtick. You know, now we offer some other stuff, but this is the continuous learning platform is our real shtick. So then everything began to be pushed toward that. In other words, we changed some of the, we, the navigation on the uh, website. We changed the way it was emphasized to, to kind of push people in that direction um, because this is what makes us unique and this is where we can really excel. And that's what is called the pumpkin plan. And he, and the, there's, he t- the, the, the story that's told in this book, there's actually an organization that is people by raising huge pumpkins like the size of automobiles, all right? And he talks about that and how that these people go through this whole gyration every year and you got to have the right seeds and the right this and the right that. And they focused entirely on, on, on growing that one big pumpkin, not a whole sea of them, mm. you see. And that's just fascinating. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's a very readable book. It's not one of these kind of like, uh, you know, uh, techno language books. It's very readable. And it, it clarified in my mind what I ought to be pursuing because mm. um, I am not a natural marketer. I'm an educator. I train people how to do stuff, you know, and I'm not a natural. I've had to learn a lot of red Seth Godin. I've listened to you. I've read some of this other stuff. And so um, I've had to sort of reorient my brain a little bit, but bringing that clarity. Yeah. Um, 
That's good. At, at what at what point, Larry, did you shift to kind of putting on a marketer hat? Did did you ever feel like this isn't my world and not my responsibility, or have you always had had a toe or or a whole arm <laughs> inside of the world of marketing? Well, I knew I had to do it, uh, and I know I'm not natural with it. So over time, I've just sort of been moving closer and closer and closer and submitting myself more to torture, 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 torture. And to um, I have a group of I have a group of advisors. I call them the fellows, and they're a pretty accomplished group of individuals. And um, I've given them license to say pretty much anything that's on their mind. Well, that's very helpful. It can also be kind of painful. And so you need to be prepared to, you know, check your ego um, and realize that you need to be always learning something. And, I, and in my career, you know, I've had the, the, I've had the pleasure of, you know, because I've done high-end fundraising, of working with some exceedingly successful people, you know, you know billionaires, multimillionaires. And um, one thing that's very consistent among those people is they know what they don't know. They really know what they don't know. And so they're always seeking to find out. I mean, you look at someone like Elon Musk. Guy reads constantly. He's always looking. He's always asking. He never says, I got it all figured out. Never, you see. And that gets in the way of a lot of people really learning if they're not willing to check their ego. And it's it's not been easy. I mean, there have been a couple we meet every month, and, and there's been a couple of those meetings where I felt really beat up afterwards. Like, oh, good grief. Oof. But... I step back and I go, okay, this was all given to me with the right intention. What can I learn from this? How can I be better? Mm. So that's what I've done is subjected myself to these kind of people. You know, um, Wall Street Journal interviews, uh, they, they profile entrepreneurs. And one of the things they always do is, um, is uh, you know, they say, okay, so who is this person's informal board of directors? What is that small group of advisors that this person uses to help him or her further their business? And you got to have people like that, that are going to give you the straight um, and not stroke your ego. Uh, I mean, you, you, if you want to stroke your ego, you, you know, just go to the bar someplace and have the bartender, you know, feed you, feed you lies or whatever. I don't know. Yep. But um, um, if you and you got to be willing to accept it. And, and when I was a consultant working, you know, um, the, the best the best clients and I'm thinking of one in particular who was CEO of a pretty large mental health system, um, but she'd never really had any serious fundraising experience. But she put her she put herself into my hands, and I said, Sharon, you know, I'm going to show you how to do this. And she okay. And some of it was a little uncomfortable for her uncomfortable for her in the in the beginning, but once she had a couple of successes, she turned into a maniac. I couldn't stop her. <laughs> when she figured it out, oh yeah, now I know how to do this, you know. But at first, it was totally new to her and and very uncomfortable in the beginning. But she yeah. was willing to say, okay, you know what you're telling me, I you know it makes sense, you, you know. And yeah, Sharon, I'm not going to lead you astray. I'm not going to put you in a situation where you're going to be humiliated. I guarantee you. Let's do this. And that kind of person goes places, and that's why she was running that that uh, twenty campus, fifty million dollar operation. Because she had that kind of, I'll learn something here, you know? Yeah. And I think as, as yeah, entrepreneurs, no matter what, what size of the image of Elon Musk, but I think the idea of always being partners, always, partners, always consuming information, that's going to spill over in conversations where we can't give people advice and help people if we're, if we're dry ourselves and we're um, destitute of, of knowledge 
and of, of wisdom. So, so I think big takeaways here, um, Larry, and thank you so much for sharing some of this journey. But if you guys have seen what Larry's doing, he works with um, nonprofits and help them be wildly successful through his platforms and how he's been able to generate booked appointments and leads for marketing is he found out where his audience was spending time. So you've got to think about for your business, whatever product or service you're selling, where are people that could be consumers of that spending their time online? And then how do you start conversations in that channel? If you think of yourself as a generalist and you just throw money at Facebook or throw money at Google, um, they're going to take your money gladly, right? But if you say like, oh, hey, yes. my people are in this tribe, and that might be, um, you might figure out, hey, everyone listens to this one podcast or reads this blog or goes to this conference. It doesn't have to be online, but really understanding where are people congregating and how do you be a part of that community and offer a tremendous amount of value and build relationships. So Larry's found a way to build relationships online and LinkedIn in an automated way to get booked appointments that he can then help turn into uh, clients through consultative selling. But a couple key things too, I want you guys to remember, and this is a very smart process, no matter what stage you're in, is you've got to make sure your message is simple. You've got to make sure you have some sort of lead generator on your website, right? Don't make it where it's contact us, fill out a form. <laughs> Those don't work anymore. You need to be able to give something of extreme value in exchange for an email, whether that's a PDF. It could be a one-page checklist of how to do something. Understand what is the biggest problem you're solving for your dream customer and how can you give away that piece for free in exchange for an email and then having a place to put that on your website. Make sure it's not confusing. If you have 25 things you're asking people to do, Larry, they're not going to do them, are they? <laughs> uh, they're not. And we have we have the Pathfinder. We have a downloadable uh, pamphlet on the three most important things in fundraising. Um, we have a downloadable guide for people who want to be a certified advisor and be a consultant. Um, and of course, you can always sign up to get our blog or the podcast. And so we have all those different things that are in different places on the site. Uh, and we're asking for the basic stuff um, and just emails, first and last name and email, uh, because I want first and last name because when we, we, we personalize our emails, mm. you know, hello, Brad, you see, and of course, the, the, the automatic systems will pull that if you have both names and you've done it right. Um, yes. And then they'll, they'll even embed your name in certain places. Whoop, looks like Larry popped off here for a second, but he will jump back on. But just to kind of recap as he's coming back on, um, you know, the, the important things to get um, on. We your, made it almost. <laughs> we almost made it, yes. We're just going to recap. So Larry, finish. So you've got a lot of different areas that people can engage with you on your website. So when they do come in, you've got lots of lead generators and then using emails to continue those conversations. So personalized emails to help build that relationship and help um, – advise them into a next step well and i don't i've learned through advice you know as you said put them through a bunch of loops to contact you mm -hmm. and so uh, most of the buttons for the, the ctas now are some ver Whoop, we lost larry again but we're going to keep going he's going to pop back in here <laughs> so we'll give him just a second and he is ringing back in so here we go and you're back all right. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, you don't use, you don't make it difficult for people to get in touch with you because they're just not going to do it. It's yeah. too passive. So 
uh, through the advice of one of my advisors, he said, you know, you really need to be more right, right, right at them, even on the website. So we've changed the CTAs or most of them to something like book a demo. And that goes right to a calendar link where they can yep. set up a yep. video demo right there. Um, That's great. And That's so, great. Um, and so now it's like, well then, okay, it's a little bit more directive. Oh, and, and I just now did a training, uh, a training fundraising comparison guide. So how does my training compare to everybody else's? And we it's a, it's a page on our website and you can click and download uh, the actual PDF that has all the same information on it. Uh, and that's also, you know, that requires a, a, an email and a name. That's amazing. So if you guys that's see what Larry is, he's, he's trying to figure out what are the biggest or challenges of his dream customer and then creating resources for them to give that to them. Um, and, and the value of that is worth it. Someone can give their email in exchange for getting this help, getting that Advil. I've got a headache. Cool, Larry can help me. Oh, cool, I just need to give him my email and he can help me solve this problem and start along that journey. So be thinking about that for, for your business and how you can do the same. Larry, for people that want to know more about the eight principles or follow you, where, where can they connect with you online? Theeightprinciples.com, and that's three words spelled out, the, T-H-E, the word eight, E-I-G-H-T, and the word principles, P-R-I-N. So the eight principles, so T-H-E-E-I-G-H-T, and then principles all sped out, spelled out. So if you, if you go to the8principles.com, you can start to see what Larry's doing. So you'll be able to see his simplified messaging. You can see his lead magnets. And I'd encourage you guys too, as marketers, obviously don't, don't blow Larry up downloading everything and, and <laughs> if, you're, if you're not truly interested in it. But um, go in there and, and see how he has that set up. See where you can give your email and what he's offering because this is the stuff that's working in marketing and you need to be doing the same for your business too. Yeah. I, and Oh, you know what I learned from you, Brad? Uh, I found Typeform from you. Mm. Really cool. Yes. In fact, uh, the, the Pathfinder is built on the Typeform platform. That's great. Yeah, Typeform is a, is a great kind of step-by-step -step form experience that you can make it um, a beautiful experience. So it just kind of walks people step-by-step -step through a series of questions. Now, that was not, I was not able to do that myself. I had to hire a developer to do the the Pathfinder because it is, it's Boolean algebra. It's not linear. So it, yeah. it, a little higher programming than I was capable <laughs> of. Yeah. Well, Larry, thanks for spending time with us. Um, viewers, I hope you got some, and listeners, some amazing insights to you know, Larry, who's doing something that's working. He's in the uh, B2B space and nonprofit, and he is working with um, nonprofits and found a way to connect with him on LinkedIn and to help create calendar events and using the principles of simplifying a message, having a lead generator, having a great website, and having emails to get those results. So, Larry, anything else before we um, end the show here? Any, any other advice or wisdom you want to give to our, our listeners or viewers here? Um, it takes time and there's some trial and error to it. Well you said. You usually don't hit it the first time. Well said. And so you're was... always kind of just tweaking as you're going along. Yep. Uh, Never as easy. I mean, I heard that. I heard that from people, but when it happens to you, it's like, oh yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's not a, a push button, easy button for everything or else we'd all be doing it and we'd all be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's all everything's a little different. People respond different ways. That's right. Um, I mean, people are not really rational in some of their behavior. Here's something I heard yet. You'll find this very interesting. Here's something I heard. 
um, the Red Cross has now really um, massaged the way they reach out to people when they're raising money for a hurricane. Here's what they discovered, behavioral analysis. People are 10 times more likely to give to a request for money to a hurricane if the name of the hurricane starts with the same letter as their first name. Now think about that. Who would That's think? amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's a 10X. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 10X. So you, so you know who they're calling first. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Hopefully they have a database of people and it's a uh, filter everyone that starts with the letter X and mm-hmm. <laughs> start yeah. going. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. some incredible insight. Well, Larry, thanks so much for spending time with us. Um, guys, go check out the8principles.com, all spelled out. And hey, if you're in the nonprofit world and you want to connect with Larry, I'm sure he would love to have a conversation with you. So um, go to his site, check it out. And Larry, thanks so much for spending time with us today. It was my pleasure, Brad. Thank you for inviting me. All right. You bet. Well, thanks, everyone. We will catch you next time on Be a Better Marketer. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.